0: Hi, this is Gaurav from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, September 21st, and the top stories of the day are Assembly elections in Maharashtra and Haryana will take place in a single phase on October 21st, while the counting of votes will be held on October 24th, Election Commission Chief Sunil Arora announced today. Both states are the first ones to go to polls after the Lok Sabha elections that were held earlier this year. With Aurora's announcement, the Model Code of Conduct has come into effect in both these states starting today. The term of the Maharashtra Assembly ends on November 9th, while that of the Haryana Assembly expires on November 2nd. Maharashtra, which has a total of 288 Assembly seats, will see a contest between the ruling BJP Shiv Sena Combined and the Congress NCP Alliance, whereas in the 90-member Haryana Assembly, the ruling BJP will aim to keep Congress at bay and secure a second term. More than 500 academics and scientists released a statement today expressing their deep concern about the ongoing political crisis in the state of Jammu and Kashmir, which has been ensuing for over a month and a half ever since the Indian government abrogated special status for the state under Article 370 of the Constitution. The statement read, and I quote, we are writing to express our deep concern about the crisis in Kashmir that has now persisted for over a month and which was precipitated by the government's decision to de-operationalize Article 370 of the constitution and to end Jammu and Kashmir's full statehood. Since then, the government has restricted communications in Kashmir, detained opposition leaders and dissidents, and flooded the state with security personnel. Close quote. The signatories said that although they held differing views on Article 370, all of them were appalled by the shutdown of the communication system and internet in the state as well as about the imposed restrictions that have apparently made it difficult for citizens to even buy medical supplies or for their children to attend school. The signatories further said in their statement, and I quote, We believe the government's actions in detaining and restricting the communications of opposition leaders and dissidents in Kashmir are deeply undemocratic. Whatever views one might hold about these individuals, a fundamental norm in a democracy is that the party in power does not have the right to lock up its political opponents when they have not even been accused of any crimes. Close quote. While referring to Mahatma Gandhi's assassin, Nathuram Godse at the India Today conclave, Mebuba Mufti's daughter, Iltaja Mufti, said that the ordinary Kashmiri looks at India as an occupying force. She said, and I quote, Is this the India of Gandhi or Godse?" Close quote. Speaking of the Muftis, the former Chief Minister's Twitter account flashed a tweet on Friday, after weeks of being inactive. It was her daughter, Ilteja, tweeting from her account. She said that Mebuba Mufti, to whom this Twitter account belongs to, has been detained since August 5th without access to the account. The tweet further said, and I quote, This handle is now operated by myself, Iltija, daughter of Ms. Mufti, with due authorization. Close quote. Almost five months after the now-retired Justice Nuti Ram Mohan Rao was booked along with his son and wife by the Hyderabad police for allegedly harassing and assaulting his daughter-in-law, CCTV footage of the assault surfaced on Friday. The perpetrated video footage with a timestamp dated April 20th, 2019, was released by the family of Rao's daughter-in-law, M. Sindhu Sarma. Rao had earlier served at the Andhra Pradesh and Madras High Courts and had retired in the April of 2017. According to the Indian Express, the 2-minute, 20-second long CCTV clip shows Rao's son N. Vashisht assaulting his wife Sindhu while in the middle of an argument at their home. Rao and his wife Durga Jayalakshmi walk in, with the latter attempting to intervene and stop the fight. While Vashisht is seen punching and slapping his wife Sindhu, Rao can be seen pulling her arms and pushing her onto a sofa. Towards the end of the clip, a child, Sarma's daughter, is seen entering the room and runs to her mother. She is later pulled away and sent out of the room. Sindhu had lodged a complaint at the Hyderabad Police Central Crime Station on April 27th, alleging physical and mental abuse and harassment by her husband and mother-in-law. She stated that on the night of April 20th, she was assaulted and required subsequent hospitalization. Lunar night set in on the south pole of the Moon between Friday night and early Saturday morning, darkening any hope of re-establishing contact with Chandrayaan-2's Vikram lander. This region of the Moon will now remain dark for the next 14 days. The Indian Space Research Organisation's Moon Lander was not designed to survive lunar night temperatures of minus 180 degrees Celsius. The lander will also run out of power if its solar panels were not deployed during the hard landing, Hindustan Times reported. Here's some stuff that went up on the News Laundry website that you do not want to miss out on. The first is a piece reported by Yours Truly on the latest developments that have come about in the Unnao rape case. News Laundry has managed to get exclusive access to the application filed by advocate Dharmendra Mishra on behalf of the survivor's mother, appealing to the court to prosecute the doctors at Unnao District Hospital, who had examined the survivor's father and deemed him fit for judicial custody, where he later died. Although this application was disposed of by the court, since it wasn't supported by the CBI, the court also observed that if during the course of the trial, any evidence cropped up against these doctors, then it would invoke Section 319 and deal with them accordingly. For the past couple of weeks, proceedings in the Unnao rape case has been shifting locations between the Tees Hajri court's high protection witness room and a makeshift courtroom at Ames Hospital, where the survivor is currently undergoing treatment. Witness examination and testimonies have been taking place behind closed doors, and the media has to tread a fine line between not revealing crucial facts or witness testimonies and reporting the latest developments that come about. This requires a keen news sense and an ability to track the case even when you're not inside the courtroom. I do this for you, dear subscribers, so that you guys can have a one-stop access to all the information you need. So please, subscribe to NewsLaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Your support will encourage reporters like me to bring you bigger and better stories in a responsible and unbiased manner. Secondly, don't forget to tune in for the latest episode of News Laundry Hafta. Meghnaad hosts this episode since Abhinandan is on the move and he has Maya Mirchandani, Manisha and Raman joining in to discuss the e-cigarette ban, Jadavpur controversy and the ongoing political crisis in Kashmir. Maya has just returned from there, so you'd want to know her thoughts on what exactly is going on on the ground. Well, that's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a good night or a great day, depending on where you're listening to us from.